Did you pick up my cheese whiz from Shotco? America for 300 years has been the land of promise for the rest of the world. The land of new frontiers. New opportunities. Yeah, we can't have you to get up. Clicking sounds. Sounds that reveal the presence of radioactive rain. The instrument, a Geiger counter, is converting radioactivity into sounds we can hear. And the hell with it. Pick up my cheese whiz from Shopco. Good evening and welcome to Tank Riot. Tonight we discuss all things Simpsons, including oh. the new movie. With me, I am Sputnik, of course. With me, as always, is Victor. Hello. And of course, Tor. Hello. So this is episode 30. Eight. 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 Good Lord. (laughs) Not quite the 400 that The Simpsons have done, but we're we're moving up there. Yeah. A lot of studio time. So Tank Riot recently went out en masse to go see The Simpsons movie. In masks? In masks. Could be, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we were in in disguise. (laughs) So the public wouldn't recognize us. (laughs) (laughs) But... We went to go see the Simpsons movie, and uh, gentlemen, reactions? I liked it. Yeah. And I, I, I really liked yeah. it. <laughs> Two thumbs way up. <laughs> Two thumbs way up. <laughs> no, it was pretty good. I mean, if, if you liked the series, and come on, really, how can you not? Yeah. I think anyone who even wasn't a fan of the series could walk into this movie, familiarize themselves enough with the characters, and enjoy the laughs that were in the film. I mean, right. it was pretty shotgun and kind of fast and you knew all the characters already you know most people know all the characters anyway but let's even live in a cave since 89 yeah walking in blind i still think it would be fun a a good movie absolutely it stands on its own merits yeah i think it's it's uh you know it counts as a as a very good episode Mm -hmm. for the simpsons and it's uh on the big screen right so go ahead see it in the theater Quality animation is very good, but but uh, still very much in keeping with the TV show. You know, I thought it was in keeping with the TV show, but there's some things they did that reminded me more of Futurama, where they had the digital animation yes. going on, and and I really enjoyed that. And I I think if you if you remember back to the Tracy Allman show or the early episodes, yes. those were really really you know pretty rough, pretty rough hand animated uh, works. Yeah. And this this felt to me like a really Really polished, really good, really well rehearsed, really well done episode mm-hmm. where there really wasn't the lag that sometimes happens when you know the episode isn't you know as entertaining. You, you know, one question I have um, because I didn't have a whole lot of time to research for this episode because I've been hanging drywall. <laughs> um, <laughs> it could happen to you. More yeah. on that later. <laughs> Sooner or later, you have a home repair. <laughs> um, but. Now, did the actors do their own stunts? As far as I know. <laughs> Except for Hank Azaria, I don't believe he... Yeah. Okay. It'd be too many stunts, I think. It amazes me what a small number of people vo- do all of the voices in the Simpsons universe. I really, oh, yeah. really liked that at the end credits, and I'm not giving anything away. Right. No, at the end credits, how they showed the name of the person and then a bunch of the pictures of the people they did. Yes. And it was yeah. really nice to see, you know, Harry Shearer and all the different characters he actually does. Right. And same with uh, same with 
Hank Azaria, like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yardley Smith is the only character person who only does one character. She does the voice of, uh, he does the voice of Lisa Simpson. Right. <laughs> don't know the gender. But she. She. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> she has this kind well, of you high, know, scratchy voice. You know, the voice uh, of Bart Simpson is voiced by a woman as well. You know, Nancy. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. Right. Which which you almost need because, you know, if they got a little boy to do Bart's voice, well, he'd yeah. be 17 years or more <laughs> Older now. Yes, yes, he would. <laughs> well, you know, Bart would be talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have done some flash aheads in the series to when like their kids, which are always kind of creepy. I love yeah. the, the episode yeah. where Lisa was president. Yes, that was a yeah. great flash yeah. forward. <laughs> yeah, wasn't she married to like some British guy, like Tony Blair or something? <laughs> yeah, and Bart was a dropout. Yeah, yeah, yeah he it was, was like always. I think he was running a, a demolition ball, <laughs> knocking, br- smashing things up or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one time on the Actors Guild, you know, with James Lipton, they they had the whole uh, voice cast there mm-hmm. and had them actually doing the voices, which is always weird. Um, there's I, I can't remember the woman's name, and I apologize for that. But she was the the it was um, this this tiny little grandmother who did the voice of Rocky J Squirrel uh-huh. from Bullwinkle. And she was at this, like, voice actors convention or whatever, and she just did the voice. And everyone was like, yes! You know, <laughs> I mean, she looked like anybody's grandma. They said, you know, hokey smoke. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I saw the inside the actor's studio where they had the whole Simpsons on right. it, and I thought that was really nice. That was neat to see and, give you know, give the voice actors their due because usually they don't right. get much recognition. The guy who plays, who does Homer's voice, actually kind of looks Homer-esque <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I think my favorite is Harry Shearer, just because of his voice and his, oh, you know, yeah. influence doing, you know, the Spinal Tap and you know right. all those different. He's so recognizable. To me. <laughs> well, and and of course, oh yeah, he was he was in uh, um, all the the Christopher Guest movies mm-hmm. like uh, A Mighty Wind, the Best and in Show was he in? Best in Show, yeah. and I. Maybe not waiting for Guffman, but it might have been. It might have been. But we digress. Mm-hmm. So let's let's go back to the beginning. Where did the Simpsons get their start? What, Tracy Almond show, right? The Tracy Almond right. show, which was a good show. I mean, she was another person who did many many characters on her show each week and gave the Simpsons their or met Gruning, who's yeah, the now, creator. Now, what year was that? Nineteen eighty nine. Eighty nine, and then they went to. Uh, primetime tv 1990 um well, i think it was a little early i think it was 89 that they were on primetime yes it? 89 they went primetime it was i think was actually earlier that than that they that, were on the tracy where they were show. just shorts mm-hmm. yeah and that was my okay. favorite part of the tracy allman show was the, oh yeah the shorts i mean i like tracy allman uh, allman i appreciate her you know contribution but when i was really young i really wanted to watch the simpsons shorts that's oh, the only sure. reason i turned that show on absolutely yeah, I, I I missed that show entirely because yeah. I was in college at the time, and I don't know. Not sure what I was doing. But, um, okay. And so so Matt Grenning, however you pronounce uh, his Gruning, name. Grenning, Grenning. Grenning, I'm never sure. Uh, you know, is the creator. The producer of the show is James L. Brooks. And mm-hmm. you see James, uh, his name at the beginning of every episode. And, uh, you know, looking him up, he had his start on the Mary Tyler Moore show. He... Produced the Mary Tyler Moore Show. That's right. He also did Taxi. Um, and he oh, won wow. Academy Awards for Terms of Endearment, um, which which he produced. I did not know that. Yeah, so 
I love Taxi. I mean, I, I've loved a lot that of the stuff that he's been involved series. with. Yeah. And so my question was when I was, you know, looking looking up James Brooks was, uh, is he related to Albert Brooks? Because Albert oh, Brooks appears yeah. in the movie prominently as Russ Cargill, the That's true. Is he a senator or some kind of oh, congressman. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who is your your typical Simpsonian uh, politician? It was a great great role. But actually, they're not related. Um, they're both from oh. uh, the East Coast, and mm-hmm. uh, Albert Brooks was originally born. Get this, Albert Einstein. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. So Albert had a brother though, and his brother's name was Bob Einstein. So Albert Brooks changed his name. <laughs> See, Bob Einstein would be a great name for a coffee shop. <laughs> okay, well, let me tell you about Bob Einstein. Okay, so Albert Brooks changed his name to Albert Brooks, and then became right. a comedian, did stand up, and got involved in all this, um, you know, separately. Bob right. Einstein went on to become Bob, the one and only Super Dave Osborne. Oh Whoa. my God! Oh. He was great. He was awesome. I don't. Oh, the leader of the Super Dave uh, <laughs> compound with his with his wow. what was his assistant's name? Fuji Hakaito <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And didn't he always have like gloves or something that were made out of some eel skin? Um, or yeah, something? some Sask- Saskatchewan seal skin. <laughs> Which is, you know, Saskatchewan is the only Canadian territory that's completely landlocked. Right. So there are no seals in <laughs> oh. Saskatchewan. <laughs> so everything was, you know, his his bindings would always be made from genuine Saskatchewan seal skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, I thought that was hilarious that Albert Brooks is related to Super Dave Osborne. Oh, that's great. Wow. Yeah. But Albert that's Brooks cool. did a great, he had a great part. And he's he's been a, you know, actor th- on The Simpsons as a voice guest. Mm-hmm. For many many episodes and oh yeah yeah it's always great to hear him. Well, um, Matt Groening apparently he also did uh, Life in Hell, which also appears in our um, our, our weekly, weekly free newspaper, newspaper, the Isthmus, right. yeah. in, here in tropical uh, Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, so and, and that usually that's the one with the rabbit with the one ear. I wish that would be made into some kind of. Cartoon. I do too. Oh my gosh. That was that's a great. I've been yeah. following that for years. But the work is hell. Life is hell. Right. Yeah. Love is hell. <laughs> I guess I did not know this, but but Matt Gruning actually named the main Simpson characters after a member of his own family: his parents, Homer and Margaret, or Marge. Um, his younger sisters were Lisa and and Margaret or Maggie. Um, he didn't want to call. You know, obviously the Bart character, Matt, but um, so it's just an anagram for Brat. It's just Bart. Right. And um, but uh, and it's modeled after himself. That's right. And and <laughs> but what's interesting is is uh, Gruning refused to to name Homer's dad. So he just let the writers come up with a name for it. And the name they came up with was Abraham Simpson or Abe, which just turns out to be his actual grandfather's name. Oh, that's wow. just weird. And nobody <laughs> knew that. So, And and Wiggum, the name of Police Chief Wiggum, is actually his mother's maiden name. Oh, wow. It's Wiggum. Like, wow. <laughs> that must be something to be proud of. Wiggum had it's some good lines in the movie, tree. too. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the Wiggums oh, are always out Wiggum there. Wiggum was good. Well, and I think before we go any farther, you know what's, what, what I thought, too, is Matt, Matt Gruening has, has been nominated for 25 Emmys and has won 10. Yeah. So, I mean, that, I think, kind of speaks for itself. That's He's actually true. outdone the Flintstones, and quite honestly, I, I grew up with the Flintstones. I thought it was, like, always on, always will be on. So yeah. that's yeah. no yeah. small achievement. No, you know? really. And, you know, I think oh, it was yeah. Time Magazine that... that, that Labeled the Simpsons as best television show of the century. Uh, I'd for, go with that. For that century. I, could see that. I mean, 
if, I don't know what that says <laughs> about culture, <laughs> but you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about Star well, Trek? I wonder what was on TV <laughs> in 1910, you know, when they didn't even have TV, so I guess, you know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of an easy century. They, they yeah, only have TV That's halfway. Right. I know. The Just next century is going to be a much yash. harder. <laughs> You're not going to win that one. We got nothing. You got to work. But okay. I, I bet The Simpsons will win the 21st century best TV show ever, too. I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> it's They'll probably true. still be on. Hey, you know what? Before we go any farther, we should go and talk. What is your favorite Simpsons episode from the TV show? Ooh. Uh, my, mine, oh, hands okay. down, is Homapalooza. Where he's got a, um, he goes to, he wants to bond with Bart over, you know, modern music and everything. But, but of course, you know, he, he's pretty much locked in the seventies as I Sputnik am myself. (laughs) And so he goes to Lollapalooza (laughs) and, uh, he's the guy, he's one of the geeks that, you know, catches the cannonball in his gut. Oh God, that's one of the best lines in there. I always love, Hey, Billy Corrigan, smashing pumpkins, Homer Simpson, smiling politely. (laughs) Yeah, that's classic. <laughs> I think my favorite episode is um the radioactive man one where he oh. comes to Springfield <laughs> right to uh to do the the film in Millhouse becomes <laughs> the sidekick Fallout Boy which is actually the band Fallout Boy is named after Fallout oh. Boy from the Simpsons. No, yeah. is it? Yeah, no, I I guess fans suggested that they uh they were taking fan suggestions for band names or something and I don't know. So they they took that and didn't realize it was Fallout oh, Boy that's from hilarious. So my favorite that's probably my favorite line is is where he's in there, there's a river of acid <laughs> radioactive <laughs> man played by um what is the what is the uh, Schwarzenegger of the Simpson world? Oh, McBain. Uh, McBain. McBain. <laughs> he's like the goggles do nothing. <laughs> that's my favorite line. <laughs> that was a great episode. Oh, you're the guy from from what is it uh Androids and Dungeons yeah. comic book show. Worst episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the internet within the hour registering my disgust, <laughs> you may well believe. Uh-huh. <laughs> that guy's hilarious. Oh, he he had a great line in the movie, too. I mean, I think they went out of their way. <laughs> they yeah. went out of their way to give everybody something, even Otto. Everybody's, I mean, well, yeah. Otto, yeah. we answered a lot of things we've always suspected. I know. I, yeah. I need a t shirt with that picture on it. Whatever. <laughs> well, I, I know from the early years of The Simpsons, uh, back when I, I believe The Simpsons came on first, and then they're followed up by Married with Children on Fox. Oh, wow. Right? I think well, you're right. Fox also had that dinosaur show on, I think, following or yeah. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh I love that God. show. That was just It had bizarre. more political commentary oh. in a half an hour I, than you'd get on the news. I love the, the one dinosaur saying to the other, hey, did you know that they some people, they go to the bathroom inside the house and all in the same spot? You know, they don't go out in the woods and <laughs> spread it out. Anyway, anyway I, wasn't, uh, wasn't the guy who did uh, Worf on, on Next Generation, wasn't he one of the voices? Oh my God. Yeah, like he would do he would do like the commercials, the dinosaur commercials he would have. And they had one where it was it was clearly like Exxon. It was like, Exxon, we don't care, we don't have to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're we're digressing. But right. I'm pretty sure that like the first season that was paired up with Married with Children, because that was I started watching The Simpsons in college, and that was our Sunday night. 
I think it was Sunday night. Hey, it's all a blur. <laughs> it's coming back to college. Every yeah. night was kind of a Sunday night. Yeah, but we'd watch Married with Children and The Simpsons, and it was kind of, you know, one family show after another. Uh, but from the early days, I have to say one of my favorite episodes is Mr. Plow. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. I'm Mr. Plow. Plow. <laughs> Plow. That is a really great episode. Nice pick. And Marge yeah. made him at the end wear the jacket. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, those are all classics. Excellent. Yeah. But uh, the movie, I don't know, we should, probably shouldn't give away no. to any any real... Because, you know, just go have fun with it. If you like The Simpsons, even... It's probably one, certainly one of the better things in what I would call a very long, hot summer, or a long, dry summer, I should say, of uh, both DVDs and uh, theater release movies of any real kind of fun or quality. Yeah, there, there's uh, not a lot of new ideas coming out of Hollywood. Oh, my God, no. Yeah. That, that vein is completely dry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, pull out an old script. Oh, good. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, but the Simpsons—they just keep—they just keep hitting it. Well, it's, it, it's yeah, it was fun because yeah. it was like seeing something that you're so—if you're a big fan of the Simpsons, seeing something you're so familiar with. But they didn't waste any time with with that. You're not you're not being refamiliarized with anything. It's just pow right to the punches, right? And then it, it just goes. So it's like a very comforting chili dog or something. You know, you're, yeah. you're very used to it. It's yes. not necessarily yes. really good for you, but it's so <laughs> fun, you know? And, and That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was... I don't like when people just say it was... Yeah, it was like a long episode, but I think it was better than that. Oh, it was yeah. like a long yeah. episode that you should go to the theater and it, see because it, it'll really make you laugh. The, the, they did try harder for the movie. <laughs> yeah. But, but they did have but, fun with yeah. the episode format and kind of, you know, would g- go back inside it and then come back out. And right. It, it was just fun. I, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, at the end of the at the end of the film, they they did also have the Gracie Studios thing at the right. end, which is James L. Brooks's uh, production studio. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So, and I noticed in the credits as well that a lot of the animation was again done at Rough Draft Studios in Korea, mm-hmm. which is uh, John K.'s studio from um, right. Ren and Stimpy, John. Crick Falusi. I'm not sure how exactly. <laughs> I think that's why he's called John K because I can't pronounce his name. Um, but uh, the Simpsons do a lot of their animation with with his studio as well. Well, um, weren't the Simpsons like one of the first to actually utilize uh, the the Korean South Korean studios to kind of lessen the overall budget cost because the, all the in betweening and yep. and cleanup and oh, tweening as they call tweening it tweening <laughs> in the business, which isn't to say the, the industry tweening in the industry. <laughs> Is done in Korea. Yeah, because, you know, it was a big hit, and obviously the strain of producing a half-hour worth of animation mm-hmm. is huge every week, so they actually kind of pioneered Yeah, that. and that's why they could manage to keep the schedule they're doing. I, I felt really bad when Futurama went away, because I love Futurama. Yeah, I do, too. That one of my all-time one. favorites. I mean, Bender. Bender, uh-huh. and I mean, he's probably one of my favorite Bender characters. Bender's my hero. Yeah. I mean, he took Marvin from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and just <laughs> nailed it even better. Ran you know? with it. Yeah. yeah. I really love yeah. that. But I think there's some uh, there's some things in the work for Futurama. I think there's some new episodes being done or a movie or something. As, as Hasn't I was it reading. moved over to the Cartoon Network? Aren't they doing new episodes yeah, there? Yeah, that's what I was hearing. Yeah, but so. I, haven't, I haven't caught any yet. Okay. 
All right. Well, we also have some recommendations for recent DVDs. Yeah, and before we get to DVDs, I'll, I'll mention I also saw the, the new Danny Boyle science fiction film called Sunshine. Oh, yes, okay. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on it because neither of you guys saw it you know, yet, but I managed to go to Sundance Cinema, which Tor reviewed in, in our latest uh, podcast on movies, and I loved it. I thought Sundance Cinema was a great place to see a movie like that. Okay. Um, yeah, and nice. It was really fun to be able to pick your seat, and you know, it was a great atmosphere for a film. And that movie was—I'm uh, a huge science fiction film buff, and yeah. it was getting some great reviews. This is the guy who did Train Spotting. You know, he's done some really oh, shallow nice. grave with Ooh. Ewan McGregor, one of my favorite little thriller films. Um, but this is his first, and and he says last science fiction film. Oh. He says if anyone ever catches him making another science fiction film, shoot him in the head <laughs> because uh. <laughs> he didn't realize how much how difficult it was going to be to do a, a beautiful science fiction film. But it turned out really beautiful, really unbelievable. Um, but you know, there's some stuff going on in the second act that that didn't. It kept it from being a 2001 or a Solaris, you know, a, like a, a okay. true masterpiece. And I'm talking about Tarkovsky's. Solaris, not the yes. remake with George, you know Clooney, uh, but uh, it was really worthwhile to see in a theater if you get a chance. It was in limited release; it's not in a lot of theaters, but it, the visuals in it were just—it uh, was really—you felt like you were there with them okay. on this mission to go reignite the sun with a giant bomb the size of Kentucky or something. It's—it's uh-huh. it's a really strange film about a small crew going on a long, long journey to help reignite the sun, which is failing for some reason, and. Well, you know, actually, that reminds me of another science fiction kind of underground classic is Dark Star. Hmm. Um, that's very similar in that there's a, a very small crew, and they've been on the ship for a very long time, and they have this huge bomb that they keep... What they're doing is, is if they find a solar system is unstable, they'll destroy the planet or the star or whatever so that it's suitable for further colonization or whatever. Who directed that one? I, I do not know. But, I, don't, I don't think I've seen it, but I think I've looked for it. I think I've tried to see that one because I've heard about it's it. It's an excellent movie. What was it's it called? It's not animated. Dark it's, Star. it's live action, right? It's live action, yeah. That was an older okay. older one, right? Yeah, it yeah. came out about the same time as like uh, Silent Running, mm-hmm. Rollerball. Right, Silent Running was a great film. Yeah, oh yeah. Bruce, Bruce Dern, <laughs> Bruce ecologist. Dern. Yes. <laughs> Silent Running was creepy. Silent Running, wasn't that Doug Trumbull's movie where he, I think he he directed that? And I remember the the three droids, um, Huey, Louie, and Dewey. Yep. Didn't they actually have these kids that? Yep. Were they were not uh, amputees, but maybe congenitally born without limbs yeah, or something? And they were running them. Yeah, they them. were running yeah. them, and they they enjoyed them so much. They were so comfortable for him. He let them keep them, and they were just <laughs> kind of whipping around. Which I know will mean nothing to our listeners, <laughs> yes. but just go out and see that movie. Yeah, if you are following this conversation at all, then you should probably go see Sunshine. Yeah. Because it is a great science fiction <laughs> film. Of oh, that. That's right. Nerd speak. You you will you'll yeah you'll be entertained. If not, you can just you know fast forward that last. <laughs> or let us know at feedback at tankriot.com. Yeah, that's if right. anyone has seen that film, I, I'd love to uh, I'd love to hear any any thoughts. But yes, now to video because there are some really good video options of films to see in a lot of different genres, really. Yes, quite a few. All right. Although, again, it has been a very dry summer for DVD releases, but it seems like the last few weeks have been really kind of picking up. Yeah. yeah. So um, one that I think Victor and I can very much recommend is the follow-up movie, although not a sequel, but a 
by the same cast and characters who did Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. This movie is hilarious. It's, it's a British action movie spoof um, done right. with the same two guys uh, who were in Shaun of the Dead. Simon, uh, Simon Pegg plays mm-hmm. the lead role of a cop who's just he's, – he's, he's working too hard for the other right. cops in, in London and they assign him to a, a very quiet backwater town to, right. to get him out of the way so they don't all look so bad and – a small town which has a big, dark secret. In a world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they do a really good job of spoofing every... I mean, if you've seen action films, you know, from Terminator to Bad Boys to Point Break, uh, this film this film just nails them. And it's really funny. And it has yeah. fun. And it's got a heart. And those guys are really, really great actors. Yes, they are. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Shaun of the Dead, but I think this is, is a, a better movie still. So um, definitely go out and rent that one. Another movie that I'm I'm the only one that has seen is Lonely Hearts. Now this this is a very odd movie with a very odd cast. It's John Travolta, Jared Leto, and Selma Hayek in a world. Yeah, payback. <laughs> this time it's for real. Yeah, this is this is a period piece kind of. It's a period piece. It takes based place based on a true story. Based on a true story in the 40s and the 50s. Um, I have to say that there. Oh, it also has James Gandolfini, which of course you know Tony Soprano. Does it end with five minutes of blackness? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I want to know if there's a real ending or. And there's no Journey song <laughs> blasting in the background. If only. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it it really is good. James Gandolfini and and Selma Hayek just chew up the scenery in this movie. Really, it, it, it's a very bizarre story and you just get drawn right into it really on the power of Selma Hayek and and James Gandolfini and they really make John Travolta look like a stump which I I actually believe him to be so in a barberini I will never forgive him for Battlefield Earth <laughs> but and it also has Jared Leto doing what Jared Leto does the best, looking really wide-eyed and creepy and sweaty. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and it's just a, it's a great film. I think you'd have fun with it. Um, watch it with the whole family. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it is, it is worth, uh, worth a watch. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And I think the last one we'd like to recommend would be The Host, which is a Japanese... Creature sci- feature. Creature feature. <laughs> best way to possibly put it. Yeah, this, this, is, this is for any Godzilla fans out there, for any fans oh, yeah. of The Amazing Colossal Man, you know, any of those... <laughs> any of those... Uh, the Amazing Them, Colossal you know. <laughs> this is... This, is this a, Island Earth. <laughs> Come go. on, let's bring them all out. <laughs> I love this one. It, it it had all the America is bad. It had the it had the kooky uh, situations where like people were I, I, the conversations were very. They reminded me of every you know Asian sci fi film that I've right. seen. And and I just the creature was actually scary. Yes, it was scary. And uh, and the plot actually you you cared about the people in the plot. And what more can you ask for? You know it, the creatures were like Hellboy scary. I thought, yeah, yeah, it was really, you know, really well done. Very convincing, very creepy, but but with that same kind of it camp, it had a camp to exactly, it. Exactly that big layer of Godzilla cheese. Yeah, yeah, you know, which I I think is just great. But yeah. but updated, of course, mm-hmm. and definitely worth a viewing. So yeah, I'm looking forward to see if there's mm-hmm. something else coming from this director. 
Um, mm-hmm. But but I really really I didn't catch it until it was on video. So any chance it might inspire a new song from Blue Oyster called <laughs> <laughs> Week One Can Only Hope? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps they'll be at Beloit Waterfest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Riverfest. I'm sorry, not Waterfest. Because <laughs> God knows water is never consumed there. There's got to be a four yeah. H thing they can play at, right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did I did see. Um, boc at the river fast really you know and it was it was good because you know they all looked about like what you might expect and they just came out and just played the songs everyone was really into it uh-huh. you know john joan crawford has risen from the grave okay now i'm really going down <laughs> a thread here that i did not intend but in any yeah, case, i'd like to see them sometime so if any of you out there have some DVDs or some movies you would like to recommend or are looking forward to, please let us know at feedback at tankriot.com. Yeah, um, coming coming up down the pipe is a film I'm looking forward to that I, I'd like to get out of theater to see is Superbad. Yes. Have you heard about that yes. one? About the three underage kids trying to throw a party and it's got <laughs> it's by the people i think who did uh 40 year old virgin and knocked up knocked and, up and yeah. uh, judd apatow and seth rogan yeah um with some really good child actors and one of the kids is from uh arrested development one of oh. my favorite shows yes featuring our very own super dave osborne <laughs> as larry middleman <laughs> right <laughs> that's right he was he's in arrested development. Yeah, yeah, he makes a cameo as the guy. Oh. Yeah, I can't even I explain never, what his part I must was. Missed that uh, one. I catch that on G four all the time. That it, that should be owned and watched from beginning yeah. to end. The that, rest of that was cut off way too soon. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So. My favorite character's name on Arrested Development. Yeah, the lawyer Bob Labla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bob Labla. <laughs> Divorce attorney or whatever. Oh, Scott played by Scott Bio or Bayo or whatever. Wow, was that a great show? Forty-five and still single. <laughs> well, the only films I've seen recently is uh, my wife wanted to catch up on the uh, Jason Bourne series. Oh, so I saw. Did you see the oh, Ultimatum? No, I, oh, okay. I saw. I don't think that's been released yet. I think oh, yeah. it's yeah, it's it, 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 it's out there. Okay. About a week or two. Heard you know, I awesome. saw somewhere it was like opening the 29th. Where that I saw somewhere else where I thought it was open. So I was very confused. <laughs> okay, so you Somebody up had on a the, typo. But I, I, I saw the Born Identity and the Born Supremacy. <laughs> and yeah, you know, they're really good car chase films. And oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're good films. They don't have the camp as, you know, like a Godzilla would. But no. Uh, well, I. I I beg to differ. In the first Bourne movie, when when he outraced everyone in an actual Cooper Mini, yeah, the original Mini Cooper, I was, I yes. was in awe. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're good car chase movies. Well, the latest one, but, uh, the Bourne uh, Ultimatum, was directed by Paul Greengrass. I think he did the second one as well. Yeah, I ha- oh. uh, I'm going to see the third one, this new one, soon. Yeah, uh, once the drywalling's done. <laughs> but, <laughs> God deliver me from the drywall. <laughs> no, that that film is on my list, and I think uh, Matt Damon is actually a really good actor, and I, I think he yeah did a great job in the first two films. So I was really looking forward to the third, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's only so many hours in the day. That's right, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, actually, a yeah. movie that I Sputnik would love to see is uh, upcoming is Hot Rod. Hot Rod that well, just looks too funny. Yeah. You know, a I, nice wrap-up summer movie to watch. Yeah. Speaking of Super Dave Osborne, because that's basically <laughs> yeah. who he's ripping off, you know? <laughs> Did you guys pick the end of the ramp? Crappy. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe I saw that guy on uh, The Daily Show the other night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, 
You know, but, they, they you know, did. It it confused me because Monday was a repeat. It's Andy so, Samberg. Oh, it yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. yeah, him. So I thought, you know, they were just. From the chronic, what cools of Narnia? <laughs> Past the chronic, what cools of Narnia? Sorry. Lazy Sunday was one of the funniest things I saw last year. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So if there are movies that you would recommend, please let us know. Upcoming features on Tank Riot will be, as a tie-in to the host, a Godzilla Roundup. Yeah, we don't know when we'll be ready with that one. No, a lot we have of research. extensive research to do. We don't just rip these things out, people. We are there with our team of experts going over and over this data until it is perfect. Mm-hmm. Research department is kept very busy. That's right. Yeah. We have minions. It's like... <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci's Mona Lisa. He just we just keep painting over and over. You know the That's thing right. gets like two inches right. thick. There's layers of it. It's like yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. twenty <laughs> coats of pearl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And listen to this episode backwards if you want to hear some special layers. That's, That's right. right. That's Satan, right. Satan, banana, banana. Nattis, nattis, Paul is dead. Paul is dead. <laughs> okay. Well, gentlemen, any final thoughts before we put this uh, Simpsons wrap-up to bed? I, I think The Simpsons is, is probably one of the most wholesome TV shows, most honest TV shows and yes. movie that you can look into. I mean, it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't uh, polish or, or make people you know, super nice. Or it, it shows the, the sort of the, the gut rawness and uh, imperfections of humanity. That's right. Yeah, I think and, if, if you bring uh, kids to this film, though, eight or nine or ten, they'd start getting the rapid fire jokes of this. This right. is not. Yeah. This is not a you know good for little ones. It's not film a little kid it just, show. It's too quick. It's too funny. You know. That's right. I just don't think they would get it. Plus, Itchy and Scratchy still kind of shock me. I mean, oh, I love that. <laughs> itchy and Scratchy, which they started which the movie you see, with. Itchy. Yeah. 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 Why would you pay to see something in a theater <laughs> that you can watch on TV for free? <laughs> you people are idiots. It's actually you. <laughs> okay, yeah. that was a spoiler, yeah. but that's it. Go that's see all you're it. getting. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. All Worst right. movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. From Tank Riot. Good night.
Did you pick up my Cheese Whiz from Shopco? 